This is your Daily Dose. I'm Nick, and I'm also a guy who makes mistakes. A lot of mistakes, a ton of, you get the idea. To come to terms with these missteps, sometimes I hide them, and sometimes I immediately tell everyone around me what I've done. On this episode, I share two work flubs with Bob, one that I've kept secret for more than 30 years, and another that I probably shouldn't have told on a podcast. Enjoy. Have you ever been ripped off by somebody? You've been scammed. I know I must have. I yeah. know I must have. And probably in more subtle ways, you know, like I paid too much money for something. Sure. Uh, I think I was scammed when I got these glasses, actually. I think they're, I paid too much money for those. Oh, glasses. I feel scammed by my glasses, but only because, like, they're the weirdest, most sensitive lenses. Like, if you try to wipe it on your shirt, it'll scratch immediately. Oh. They're the worst. Okay. Yeah. But, but as far as, like, someone victimizing me, scamming yeah. me, I can't think of a specific instance. Where did that happen to you? Yeah, when I was a kid, I started working at the gift shops in Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first job. That was my first real exposure to retail, which is why I thought I would hate it, because dealing with tourists is not fun for the most part. Sometimes it's okay, but for the most part, everybody's just looking for their suntan lotion or their, you know, they're really, really focused on their vacation in Daytona Beach, Florida, which has some, which has some implications. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so like I was just kind of thrown into it as a 15, 14, 15, 16 year old. And I was, you know, relatively reliable compared to other employees. So I was a cashier. I would close, I would do the count at night, it's all of that stuff. It's a pretty nice way to make a living for yeah. a teenager, I think. Oh, it yeah. Is. Your family's thing, and then, yeah. uh, you know, you're also the son of the owner and all that, but at the same time, that means nobody's going to be too crappy towards you. Right. Um, but yeah, one time I had these grifters come in, for lack of a better term, and they did the whole, like, they there was a line, and so I was busy, and I was a little bit flustered, And they just, they like, they knew what to do, which was really like looking back on it now, 35 years later, it's like, oh, that's kind of admirable. Like, good job, you guys. But it was the, I'm buying something, but hey, can you break this 20 for two tens? And now can you break this 20 for this? And this went on for a few minutes before I realized what was happening. Like, I was just like, I'm focused on the next person. So I just want to get you done yeah, so I can do that. And I'm like, eventually I stopped it. And then I kept going through the night and then I, uh, or I counted my drawer at the end of the night, I was $60 short. They managed to get $60 out of me. So I was like, I just gotten paid. I just cashed the check or whatever. And I was like, take my wallet out or $60 in the till. And I never told anybody. Wow. I was too embarrassed. Like I'm already, you know, I'm already the kid at the store and I'm already like, I don't want people to know that I've been ripped off. That's because it's something. embarrassing. Yeah, it is. I bet it is. But geez, you're dealing with professionals who oh, are yeah. also adults, right? Yeah. Coming in to scam you. And you were responsible enough that you, one, you recognize the exact amount of your loss, yep. right? And and two, that was like, I, I get it. It was $60 saving face, right? It was. Yeah. And my, my dad or my aunt or whoever, my grandfather, because I was at his store at the time I was working there, would have been like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it happens. It happens. But and it's like, not like they don't trust you. If it had been another employee or something. Oh, yeah. They would have been like, yeah, Hold on okay, now. hang on. Where'd but that $60 that's, go? That's fascinating, though. That's yeah. interesting that they got you that way. That makes you think of uh, Paper Moon. 
you ever see Paper Moon? I don't think so. Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill. Oh, okay. They go into a store and she she goes in and she's um she asks for uh he goes in and purchases something and then and uses a, a twenty dollar bill and gets the change from it. And then she goes in and she purchases something using a ten dollar bill and when they give her change, she starts to cry and says, I gave you a twenty. And she goes, No, honey, you gave me a ten. She goes, There was a note from my grandmother on the twenty that said, Happy birthday, Addie. And she pulls out the twenty and it says, Happy birthday, Addie. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, honey. And gives you the change for, for that. The 20. Right? Nice. When you said admirable, that was what I thought was all I thought was, that's clever. Yeah. That's that's a that's a smart way to, yep. to rip somebody off. Yeah. And and you had to deal with that as a teenager though too. So did you get like you must have gotten kind of nervous and angry and there was some, there was definitely some of that, but it was mostly at myself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it was like I'd been taken. So it never happened again. Nothing like that ever happened again where somebody asked for change and was anything more than here's two tens for a 20 or something along those lines. Um, And I'm sure people stole from the store because that's going to happen in that environment. But yeah, nothing like that ever happened again. Were you hyper vigilant after that point? Were you like at right Uh, after that? Were you like, I was probably more vigilant now that it had happened to me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, nothing like I'm always watching out for people or I'm, I, I don't think I was more distrustful. Yeah. of people afterwards um well, you had to like, see people before that yeah right? that that didn't didn't do well. anything like that you know so i think that's good that you didn't lose your yeah. faith in human nature based on it. but i also overshare when it comes to me just being an idiot <laughs> so uh, it's so weird that this was the thing that i was embarrassed by versus doing some of the dumb stuff that i've done before that or yeah. after it's right like, like accidents and stupid stuff and uh, emailing a an acceptance letter from one job to a prospective client at a previous job, like really, really <laughs> idiotic things. Wow! And I like that. That I shared like immediately because I I think it was partly I felt so bad about it that I'm like I have to put this out there so I stop feeling like an idiot inside, and I probably overshared. I, I probably it. shared it with some people that I should, well, like this, like on a podcast. <laughs> I love it, but it's funny. Those are foibles, and I think it's empowering when we hear about other people's foibles. Yeah, that's um, true. I had a friend named Scott. I won't Scott Foible? No, it should be, actually, after this. He was working for an ad agency, and he wrote a note to his coworkers uh, about what an ass one of their clients was and how needy he was and what a child he was and how he wishes he would just go away. I wish I didn't have to deal with him. And click send reply all, and the client was copied in the email. Oof. And then he went frantically running through the office, unplugging computers, thinking he could keep it from getting out of the building because he he didn't understand how the internet worked quite at that point. Was completely white faced, and as it turned out, he had to have a a meeting with the client to apologize. But the client also acknowledged that he can be difficult sometimes, and if you promise not to write emails like that again, I'll keep you on. You know, as oh, a, that as was my nice. agency. Could have been really disastrous for him. But the, just the picture of this person running through the office trying to unplug computers That's before amazing. the message gets out. Hi, gang. It's Bob. I love the vulnerability of Nick's story today. It's funny how we see things differently through the lens of time and experience. I think it took Nick until his adulthood to forgive that kid at the cash register who got taken by flim flam artists. I think that's a pretty healthy kind of looking back. We can't change the past but we can change how we view it in a way that helps us to move forward and do better. And who can ask for more than that? As always, good people, 
thanks so much for listening.